Welcome, everybody, to the Pub Time Podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brad. Uh, we've got a little different show for you guys today, so hopefully everybody enjoys it. This is going to be fun, man. Yeah. Um, we'll let's get started with our five for five. All right. What we got today? Uh, we're going top five professional wrestlers of all time. This takes me back, man. Yeah. Back in the... Uh... Gosh, I don't know. It's probably we were probably like fourth or fifth grade yeah. when it really got big. I think. Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold the, first, the Attitude around. Era or yeah. whatever. And that was stuff. awesome. You had it on TV like four nights between the w, WCW and WWF at the time. Oh yeah, ECW. You had, you had both of them on Monday, and then I think eventually both on Thursday. Oh yeah, they were. And one of them had a had Sunday night show or something. All right. So uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. You go first. Okay. Right, so these there. these are more like our personal favorites, right? I mean, because yeah, there's really somebody. No uh, so I was definitely like what got me into wrestling at the time. Pro wrestling was WCW, right? Like right after Hogan came, <clears throat> Hogan came over. Yeah, the whole yeah. NWO thing. Oh yeah, camp jumper. It was about right there when uh, when I started watching it hot and heavy. So my number five doesn't get a lot of credit, but Big fan at the time. Ray Mysterio Jr. The yeah. mask. Oh, yeah, the mask. Yeah, the mask. Little Ray, all tiny the, Ray. Yeah, all the mask. Yeah, not before then. he blew up. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was flying all over the place. Uh, he was one of the good guys. The luchador. Number four. Okay. And this is, uh, this is again, at the later point, Sting. Now, not like. Surfer I'm Sting? Talking, no. You're talking Crow, Black and Crow White Sting. Sting. Yeah, yes. All right. I can get down with that. Number three. People are going to beat me up for having this so low. The Nature Boy. At three? Ric Flair, three. I wish I had her set up. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Number two. 17 times, son. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number two? Number two. Who the fuck are you taking number one? Number one, man. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Okay. Hot Rod. I can get down with that. that that's that's some my good five. There. Speaking of Roddy Piper... Speaking of Roddy Piper, are you going to yeah. bust out your kilt? Yeah, I thought about it. I was trying to remember that shitty 80s movie he was in. Everybody's aliens. <laughs> they no live. Idea. That's what it's called. I have no idea. Where he puts those glasses on, he can see that they're humans or aliens. No. I came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. I'm almost out of bubble gum. That's where that comes from. Really? Yeah. Did not not nearly as good an actor as he was a professional no. wrestler. Well, same thing, right? What's that? Actor, professional wrestler. Yeah. Ish. For the most part. Speaking of aliens, we might need to crack uh, crack that open one of these days. What are you talking? Roswell or real aliens? What are we talking? Not anything. Ancient aliens. No. Daddy big fan. Extraterrestrials barred. What? Yeah. Anything. I love it. All right. My top five. <clears throat> yep. All right. Uh, number five. Going Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number five. Number five, but I thought you were I hating a... for me having him at two. No, no, no. I was hating on Nate's number three. All right. Well, I guess I did ask who number one was. Right. Yeah. I thought you were going Hulk Hogan. No, to be no. I mean, no. He kind of put shit on the map, but all right. Number four, The Undertaker. That's a good one. I mean, that guy has lasted forever. Ever. Dude, I was terrified. He's not a drug addict. Right? <laughs> you know what I, I mean? was fucking like, terrified of him, dude, when I was a kid. I oh, legit yeah. 
Like I, he's a creep. Could like I had a hard time watching. You talking like the black and purple Undertaker? Yeah, whatever. Weird, yeah, yeah. Early yeah. on, like I mean, I makeup and shit. Legitimately, like had childhood fears that I was going to get was tossed dead. in a casket somewhere. All right, number three. We're going to Arn Anderson, Ooh. the Enforcer, Four Horsemen, Four Horsemen. Love him. I I really feel like my list should be longer than five. Um, number two. I'm gonna have to go. Uh, probably have to go. Rick Flair, number two. Wow. So who is number one? I'll tell you right now. Mama Foley's baby boy. All right. Cactus Jack. Not mankind. I was never a mankind fan. No. Or dude love. Cactus Jack. So I'm gonna tell you what. For being a big slobby body, that guy did some shit you ain't never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know well, what I mean? He was willing to do anything. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. His body, I mean, granted, it's all made up. It's predetermined. But the shit some of those people go through is real. I mean, you watch The Undertaker throw that guy off the top of like a 25-foot steel cage into an announce table what onto about a concrete floor. All the, what, him and Terry Funk? Oh, yeah. And all those like hardcore Bar-wire. matches. Oh, my God. Yeah. But uh hilarious dude too. Like if you've ever listened to him after wrestling, yeah. Him just talking, intelligent, you know, like so cactus cactus jack, my boy. Well and you can't you can't fake that shit. Uh the thumbtacks and the barbed wire and the falling from thirty feet in the air. Like there's no Right, my my tooth going through my nasal cavity yeah. to the end of my nose. No, like that, that's not a prop, yeah. That's no. that shit. So, uh, solid. All right, guys. Today's topic is going to be the Bohemian Grove. Okay. If more than three people listen to this, man, we might we, we might, might get be on somebody's something. radar. We might have we might have. Uh, I don't we, know, man. This this might we're trying, be. We're trying to expand our horizons. Right? I love it. Uh, I think that there's plenty out there to talk about. So. I mean, this is kind of your wheelhouse a little bit. You know more about this than me. I know oh, I a little lo- bit. I love this kind of shit. Right. Because it borders on uh, conspiracy. It borders on, um, you know, maybe New World Order kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do like it. So I mean, It's very secretive. And, you know, uh, anytime you have, you know, a group of either, you know, just powerful or you know overly wealthy people getting together you know you almost gotta believe something but yeah i doubt they're getting together just to have a few beers right right they're eh, maybe they are let's see what richard nixon has to say about that who will <laughs> there's been a few presidents right that were uh they say five but uh I would have thought more than that. I'm calling bullshit on that. Just like I said, this picture I'm looking at right now, I see three presidents. And this picture is from 1967. I mean, because this is supposed to be, like you said, the the elite of the elite, right? Some yeah. of the most powerful people yeah. in the world. This is their hangout. Yeah. I can't imagine how that doesn't include the the president of the United States, no matter who it is. I mean, you got to feel like Big Willie's in there somewhere. 
Bush. Right. Speaking of Big Willie, I just totally saw the other day there's like a TV show series. With Bill Clinton? Coming out about the whole Lewinsky thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyways. But, uh. Like, uh, made for television? Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was on. Is this going to be on the hub? Netflix or what? Or Hulu, what are you talking about? We get to see what happened under that desk? I guess so. Hmm. But it it probably goes that I mean, I can't imagine how the president isn't the kind of a mainstay in this group of people. For sure. I mean we'll see we'll see what kind of So list. lay it out there, lay the groundwork. what are we talking about? All right. Uh Bohemian Grove is restricted two thousand and seven hundred acre campground located in Monte Rio, California. Belonging to a private San Francisco-based gentleman's club known as the Bohemian Club. In mid-July each year, Bohemian Grove hosts more than a two-week encampment of some of the most prominent men in the world. So, I mean... So no women. No women. Women are not allowed to be members. But it does sound like uh, women may be employed there. Which is, I mean... Most people nowadays probably not right. a big fan of that idea. So, well, employed in what capacity? Well, probably not as big <laughs> capacity as you is think. It sounds like get into this. Right. I mean, well, let's find out, man. That sounds uh, suspect. It says the Bohemian Club's all male membership includes artists and musicians, as well as many prominent business leaders, government officials, former U.S. presidents senior media executives, and people of power. Members may invite guests to the Grove. Guests may be invited to the Grove for either the Spring Jinx in June or the main July encampment. Bohemian Club members can schedule private day use events at the Grove anytime. It is not being used for club-wide purposes. And they are allowed at these times to bring their spouses, family, and friends. Although female and minor guests must be off the property by 9 or 10 p.m. So no overnight stays for minors and or females. Just just the dudes. Sausage fest. Well, that's what I keep feeling like you're insinuating. There's a little... I mean, it's it's somewhat creepy, don't you yeah. think? I mean, not, not even creepy, but... Uh, the fuck you got going on that women can't be there? You know what I mean? Like, no idea who's chefing shit up there. You, you tell me. That's what'd be the most interesting. Is what? What's and the? I I didn't mean it like that. Okay. Obviously, you have a place outside of the kitchen, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I totally missed that. That's <laughs> you know someone's sitting there like what a dick thing to right. say. But yeah, I mean, obviously this place employs people. It's a Right. Two hundred. Wouldn't you shit if it's seven hundred square? If it's just a giant fantasy football league, I'd be really pissed. <laughs> I'll tell you right. that right now. It's this top secret thing, and it's just like honestly, man, we're just real fucking serious about fantasy football. July's a little early to be drafting, though. Yeah, no shit. You know how many guys are gonna be on the injured reserve? All right. It says after forty years of membership, the men earn. Old guard status, giving them reserved seating at the Grove's daily task. No longer a power bottom once you That's once right. you're in the old guard. Yeah, you're on top of the pyramid, son. Uh, 
Former U.S. President Herbert Hoover was inducted into the Old Guard on March 19, 1953. He had joined the club exactly 40 years previous. Nobody cares. Uh, redwood branches from the grove were flown to the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York City, where they're used to decorate a banquet room for the celebration. In his acceptance speech, Hoover compared the honor of the Old Guard status to his frequent role as a veteran counselor to later presidents. So is that Hoover? Is that an official last name, or is Hubert. that a Hubert Hoover? Hoover. Hoover. I don't know if that was a, a nickname he earned at the Grove with for his <laughs> sucking power. I mean, because I keep feeling like that's. Are, that's are you trying to tell me Herbert Hoover didn't get those round Herbert ribs from Hoover. eating square meals? I don't is know. Is that what you're trying to I tell me? Don't know, man. Because that sounds yeah, this ridiculous. sounds like a meat hanging fest, is what you're trying to tell me. All right, so the the club's motto, all right, which I myself my my take is they're full of shit, but the club's motto is weaving spiders come not here, which implies that outside concerns and business deals are to be left outside. So you're gonna tell me you have possibly you know a couple hundred of the world's most prominent men at this club for two weeks in the middle of the summer, drinking, hanging out, and they ain't setting up business deals? Bullshit. Bullshit. Ooh, what's going on there? (laughs) I I don't know. They're not setting up business deals. Beating that meat? Is that what they're doing? <laughs> What's going on there? Damn it. I Sir. No, I agree. I think, I, I don't see how you get that many powerful people in the same space for that long and then not. And I I believe that's a quote from Shakespeare. 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 That's right. So, it's I like mean. like that Shakespeare and his. You know, because even the name Bohemian Grove should be more of an art you know artist background you know this is not a don't they got that giant I fucking owl that's coming oh yeah, yeah do you know who the voice who no. voices the owl walter cronkite it has a voice it is voiced by walter cronkite so hold on we're getting there we're getting there don't okay. don't jump ahead sorry but yes this 40 foot fucking owl has the voice of walter cronkite like the actual voice of Walter Cronkite, dubbed in. So this is just a big fucking treehouse, right? This is just like maybe that's what it is. It's just a club. No girls allowed. We're gonna fucking go here. We're gonna man, woman haters. We're gonna carve a giant owl statue. We're gonna have one of our buddies pretend that he's talking for it. Don't you think they're out like carving dicks in trees? Then I mean, maybe I don't know. That's what boys do. Riverboat gambling trips. That's right. Make, Make their own, own beef jerky. That's right. <laughs> Shit with your door open. No kidding. It sounds like they're to not your truck. talking about pussy, though. <laughs> Quite not, the opposite. Not a lot of that going on. Um, when gathered in groups, Bohemians usually adhere to the injunction, although discussion of business often occurs between pairs of members. Yeah. Tisk, tisk. Important political and business deals have been developed at the Grove. Uh, the most famous being the Manhattan Project. Planning and meeting took place there in September 1942. 
which subsequently led to the atomic bomb. So in one breath, they say the motto is, no business is done here. In another breath, let's create two bombs that wiped out probably, I mean, maybe 100,000 people between Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Right. It wasn't like there was... So 500 everybody's sitting around the owl. They're like, hey, Einstein, put those dicks down. Come over here and teach us how to split the atom. <laughs> and I think oh, Albert did that. I mean, yeah. he obviously had a part in it. Right. Along with other German scientists. I didn't know that part. I didn't know the, I don't know a lot of this, but I definitely didn't know the, the Manhattan Project part. That is definitely interesting. Um. Some of the people in that group, Robert Oppenheimer, presidents of Harvard, Yale, and Princeton, a couple oil companies, surprise, surprise, General Electric, and various military officials, uh, most of them being S-1 members. What's that? Uh, it just means they had certain government clearance at the time. So, I mean, I would like to believe you wouldn't have just random assholes sitting in on that conversation where you're, you're talking about uh something our military is going to execute on a country that we're currently at war with but so to go to go anti-conspiracy yeah this could legitimately be just a a retreat amongst these powerful men who have stressful jobs that are constantly making huge decisions that impact the world and this is their two-week retreat from everything to just go be a dude. They make millions of dollars. They retreat a fuck ton more than we do. Why do they have to do it together? I don't know. I, but how how much different is a is a millionaire billionaire than the average person, right? I mean, I, I would imagine a, Wildly billion, a billionaire would have a hard time hanging out with the, the average Joe. Oh, and for sure. And so maybe they're the most them. comfortable around... Other billionaires. billionaires. Well, how many military officials do you think are billionaires? Yeah, probably more than should there there should be. Yeah, probably true. You think JB goes to the Grove? <laughs> Pritzker? Oh yeah. Oh, Governor Krispy Kreme. That's right. His family's got tons of money. He's I know. Definitely invited. Whether he goes or not, I mean, maybe he's not their flavor. Maybe they're or not maybe. chubby chasers. <laughs> so, or maybe he is. <laughs> maybe he yeah, is. Yeah, more cushion for the pushing, I guess. Um, says, uh, Grove members take particular pride in this event, often relate the story to new attendees. So they're a big fan of creating the Manhattan Project there. Other behavior at the campground has led to numerous claims and even some parody in popular culture. One example was President Richard Nixon's comments from a May 13th, 1971 tape recording. I don't know, but it isn't. It isn't just down at the Randy Park Town but the upper class in San Francisco is that way. The Bolivian Grove that I attend on time to time, the Easterners and the others have come there. But it is the most faggy goddamn thing you will ever can ever imagine in San Francisco crowd because it's just terrible. So it sounds like Richard and you share the same 
feelings, uh, opinions on what shaking hands in San Francisco. <laughs> shaking hands in San Francisco. So, so listen, be, we're in the middle of a pandemic. All right, I'm willing to keep my six feet. What pandemic was going on in I 1970? Take the AB, ABC community. I take that back. Okay, but could you imagine a president saying that today? No. Well. Oh my God. Well, you'd be surprised. You're right. right. Someone might say. <laughs> I mean, someone might pull that trigger. Oh yeah. But absolutely, it's crazy. The so times they are a change. So you and uh, you and Nixon both, you know, think that the Grove doubles as a yeah, ski resort. Weird, yeah, that's right. Doubles, <laughs> boys. Double pulling it. That's right. Awesome. Yeah, strange, strange deal. That's and you wouldn't want women there. Because that, I mean, that's a pretty, like you said, that's a bold statement, especially for a public figure like that to make, for it to not be true. And to, in some, not to mention a member of said club. Right. So. Well, you wonder if it was just a, because that was back to. What do you think, he was honorary member? No, but that was back with the whole flower child thing in San Francisco and all that and the free love. I mean, maybe that's just listen. Maybe, maybe the listen, buttoned up. Listen, hold on, what? I've smoked weed before. Okay, the one thing it has never prompted me to do is what, Ryan? <laughs> Try another <laughs> man's penis. Okay? Now, so maybe he's not a big fan of the arts or dancing or whatever else. He should have specified that. That's what I'm saying. From his words, though, it could have. I'm thinking there's just dick swinging around this whole place. You know, like it's a nudist camp. It might be. And uh, Dick Nixon, not Dick a fan. Because my thought is, what if because of the how buttoned up and conservative people were back then that they viewed anything as a little, you know, different, which anymore, you know, the hippies. Yeah, you blow a lot of shit off. Now but I'm saying they, but... they view that as... You know, they just associate, they they draw that conclusion just based off their lifestyle, right? That's the way they describe it, right? What do you say? Right. You know, faggiest shit he's ever seen, or something. I don't know what it, I mean, but that I don't faggiest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And like I said, he's a member of the club, right? He had to know part of that going in. You know what I mean? Maybe like, or yeah, he you think he'd had some been there before. He's like friends yeah, on the inside him. that. Gave him a heads up. Yeah, like, hey, Dick, steer clear of this yeah. one, bud. So, All right, so a uh, little bit of history. It says the tradition of the encampment was established six years after the Bohemian Club was informed in 1872. Henry Edwards, a stage actor, was the founding member, announced he was relocating to New York City. Uh, fewer than 100 Bohemians gathered in the Redwoods in Marion County for an evening send-off party in honors Edward's honor. Freely flowing liquor and some Japanese lanterns put a glow on the festivities, and club members retired at a late hour to the modest comfort of blankets laid on the dense mat of redwood needles. Tell me that doesn't just sound That's what I was thinking. breathtaking. It sounds, uh... Oh, man. I can't use those words. That's right. <laughs> I don't... This uh, this fest we'll call it. festive gathering was repeated the next year without Edwards, and became the club's yearly encampment. By 1882, the members of the club camped together at various locations in both Marion and Sonoma County, including the present-day 
Muir Woods and a redwood grove that once stood near Duncan Mills. So did this start, and I mean, did this start as the elite, or did it start as something else and evolve Artisans. into the elite? I mean, these, so it these started, people are artists. Thespians. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Theater folk. Right. Um, How did it turn into the most powerful people in the world? Um, I think we're getting ready to find out here in a Let's minute. Let's go. Uh, writer and journalist Henry or William Henry Irwin once said, "You come upon it suddenly, one step, and its glory is over you. There is no perspective. You cannot get far enough away from one of the trees to see it as a whole. There they stand, a world of height above you. Their pinnacles hidden by their topmost fringes of branches or lost in the sky." Not long after the club's establishment by news paper journalists it was commandeered by prominent san francisco based businessmen who proved the financial resources necessary to require further land and facilities at the grove however they still retain the bohemians the artists and musicians who continue to entertain international members and guests so uh it looks like once san francisco elite seen that this uh, group was somewhat taking off and the possibility of uh, financial benefit. So it's like, hey, this is a pretty cool thing you got going on, um, but we're going to take it over, but I guess we'll let you and you obviously some of those stick around. San Francisco businessmen were into things they were not sharing with their wives. So, Ooh. Thank you. May I have another? It's there's just a lot to wrap your head around. I I think it turned out like all good things do sometimes. You know, I think in the beginning it probably did have somewhat of a genuine purpose. Right. You know? And the first chance someone's seen that uh there could be financial gain, you know. That just goes to shit. Right. I think that's probably the beginning of where it went to shit. There's, it, it could really in reality be so many things. I, I guess, or maybe it could be all of those things at the same time. It could be where the rich and powerful get together to make big decisions. It could also still be a retreat of some sort yeah, just to get away. Wildly um, wealthy people. And it could at the same time just be a, uh, butt fucking fest apparently um yeah i i don't know I, if that's the case how did alex jones make it out alive <laughs> that's what i was gonna bring up it's coming didn't he tri- it's coming oh yeah it's coming they 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 have some notable people who've broken in okay the security at this place is basically like like the secret service yeah it's like fort knox area 51 i mean your ass does not get within Fort Cox. Fort Cox. It could be Fort Cox up in the the Redwoods. That makes me think of like you break in and it's like uh was that was it Borat where yes. he's chasing No, no, no. Or is that Bruno? Whatever. Bruno. Where he's ch- no, no, it's Borat because it's the, the fat guy. The his buddy oh, yes, and yes, they're, yes, they're yes. running around that hotel. I thought you were talking about the defense portion of Bruno. <laughs> no, I'm you stop certain attacks. <laughs> 
Well, I, I just imagine that if you break in, that what you see is that uh, that scene from Borat where he's chasing his buddy around the uh, the hotel with the, yeah, oh the yeah. fucking fist, fist or whatever. Yes. <laughs> it's just like fist of pain. Oh man, where uh, if we disappear in the next week, you'll know what happened. Yeah, we released this episode. All right, so uh, I guess one of the more uh, conspiracy-led parts of this is there are certain camps around the Bohemian Grove. And these camps are uh, basically made of different groups of higher-level business and political people. So you're saying there's segregation within... Yeah, you know, the like grove. one one camp's called the Hillbillies. So, like, uh, yeah, like neighborhoods. That would be probably Big Willie, mm-hmm. the Bushes, you know, people like that. Probably more of a southern feel, maybe right. Texas, you know, down that way. And then there's the Mandalay camp, which I really don't have much background on, though. Yeah, uh, definitely. Caveman camp. The stowaways, the uplifters, <laughs> uh, there's the owl's nest, the hideaways, the Isle of Aves. The Isle <laughs> of what? Aves. Got it. Did you say there was one called Aves. the cave dwellers too? Cavemen. Oh. <laughs> Cavemen. I'm not sure who that'd be. That Every time you're saying one of these, I'm like, okay, that, that's a... That's a picture. Oh, we got there the pictures. They're the catchers. The next one's the Lost Angels. Oh my Definitely catching. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Carlton Fisk up in this house then. Uh the Silverado Squatters. The Hillsides. Is that where they got Chevy Silverado from? You know it was. <laughs> if you want to haul a heavy load, you right. buy an F one fifty. If you want to swallow a heavy load, you buy a Chevy Silverado. And then you are officially, uh, what is, did you say, Silverado squatters? <laughs> yes. And then the last one's the Idlewilds. It says uh, each camp has a captain. One of its many jobs is upkeep. Uh, they obviously allow contractors there. You think they have a three-on-three basketball tournament? While they're there. Like the Gus Macker? That'd be <laughs> exactly. shit, though. Except it's the Nut Smacker. <laughs> and I'd like to see Strom Thurmond suited up. So <laughs> it's the old school Larry Bird jorts. It's shirts versus foreskins. Ooh. Uh, Gosh, this is... Uh, this is different. It's You got that right. Different. I mean... So uh says the security... At the Bohemian Grove is protected by a sophisticated team year-round. The club employs ex-military personnel to help secure the area. They utilize high-end security equipment, including thermal and night vision cameras. How cool would those have been when we were kids? <laughs> Even better, we got them when we're 40. Yeah. Uh, motion detectors, vibration sensing, alarm systems. <clears throat> The level of security vibration is... sensing right. alarm systems. Brown chicken, brown cow. Gosh, man. Uh, the level of security is particularly heightened during the time periods that members are on site. During these times, the local sheriff's office 
California Highway Patrol, and if warranted by the guest list, the United States Secret Service is there to help secure the area and the roads surrounding the encampment. 2019, the Sonoma County Board informed the club that that would be the last year they would provide law enforcement security. Um, so despite that high level of security, there have been numerous high-profile successful infiltrations of the Bohemian Grove, not just the ones in the different camps, but successful penetration. That's right. I don't know. We're going to see how many people we can make uncomfortable with this podcast. In the summer of 1980, Rick Clogger gained entrance to the Grove with the help of an employee imposed as a worker during two weekends of the annual encampment. What do you think you dress like to blend in the Bohemian with a Grove? Bunch of rich assholes? In something that I don't own. You don't think so? No. You don't fuck. think you'd fit right in? No, sore dick, bud. I'm sticking out. They're finding no. me day one. I've, I got a feeling there's a lot of orange and black at the Bohemian Grove. You think so? Not enough. <laughs> uh, his efforts, uh, the first magazine reporting from inside the Grove was published in the 1981 issue of Mother Jones. I don't know what the hell that is. Um. And he also appeared on ABC Evening News. That's weak. I really thought you were bringing something better there, Rick. Uh, Summer 89 Spy Magazine sent Philip Weiss to spend seven days in the camp posing as a guest, which led to his November 1989 article inside the Bohemian Grove. He was discovered arrested for trespassing after seven days. So, I thought you were going to say he was discovered dead. I'm molested. Uh, so get to Alex Jones. Yeah, there, July, July 15, 2000. Yeah. Alex Jones and his cameraman, Mike Hansen, entered Bohemian Grove and shot footage of the cremation of care. That's the owl. Right. Uh, Jones claimed it was a ritual sacrifice from his footage. Documentary filmmaker Ron or John Ronson produced the episode The Satanic Shadowy Elite, in which he characterizes the proceedings as an overgrown frat party, while Jones produced The Dark Secrets Inside Bohemian Grove, describing what he thought were satanic rituals. Now, Alex always gets a little bit, so like... Overzealous. Yeah, but I will say, sometimes that guy says some crazy shit, and it turns right. out to be somewhat truthful, right. you know, so... It's one of those things where he says so he says so much so crazy shit that it, people every now and then shit sticks. I mean it's Well, crazy. he it's, he says so much crazy shit that people just discredit him. It's like if he was a little less crazy people might actually cuz I mean like you said some of the things he has <clears throat> claimed of Yeah, the Sandy Hook thing basically killed true. him. Oh, hell yeah. That killed him. Uh that's a tough deal. That's that's and the thing is, is he could, he could be right. If I don't it is know, fake, anytime you we go would after, never find out. No, and, any, and if it is true, it's yeah. horribly awful. Thing. No, and anytime you go after kids, or people think you're going after kids, or saying that these people didn't lose their children and all that stuff, it's just a. It's, well, see, you can't win. It's a no win situation. So that's funny, though. unless you have just blatant fucking proof, right? Speaking of kids, let's let's uh. Let's snowball off this thing for a second, yeah. okay? Speaking of kids, if people were really that up in arms about children, uh, sex trafficking, 
things like that or i mean it's more prevalent now that it's talked about but it seems like the majority of people you know nothing nothing ever comes of it do I you mean, do you think that no he did not hang himself no <laughs> if that's where you're going no do you, do you think that there's really that much more crime murder uh sex trafficking than there was 40 years ago or do you think that because of the way i think the internet have... and the access we have to the news where something can happen on the other side of the world and we'll know about it here pretty much immediately right where back then i mean hell if something if something happened a mile away they if you weren't no there you wouldn't know about it till it came out in the paper tomorrow right so that you being know, said i feel like we could handle things a little differently as well you know what i mean like, well there's a there's a fine line between spreading awareness about something right. and blowing it out of proportion and freaking mean? people out. You know, I think that in one sense it's good that you can use something like the internet to spread information about something quickly. Right. On the other hand though, I'm, I'm, every Tom, Dick, and Harry... I'm, I'm saying no, more local though. No, I know. You, but, you find an asshole picking some kid up somewhere, right. put him to sleep. But no, I'm I'm wildly for it. I agree 100. percent I I agree. You curb that fucking and better safe than quick. sorry, right? Better safe <laughs> right. than sorry. But anytime I see those like posts on Facebook, <clears throat> right, of like this car, or this guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't Bullshit. know. We don't know the story, right? Right. And hey, very well could be what they're being sure. accused fuck, of being. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. But I've thought about that before. There have been times I've like pulled in a parking lot and parked. And there might be, and I'm sitting there because I'm texting or I'm looking something up or I'm waiting for something, whatever. And I'm like, duct taped to well, the back of that no, fan. But I'm like, there might be a, a woman in a car that parks near me. And I'm like, do they think I'm just some weirdo sitting here? You know what I mean? Like, it's it just, you should, as a guy, as a man, like, you could so easily be accused of being that. that you know, and that's what I'm saying is that. Well, yes, you got to spread awareness about Are that type of shit. Are you referring to the mustache you wear? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even know what to fucking say to that. Um, <laughs> while I it's, it's good to spread awareness, right. I think that at the same time, it there's a lot of misinformation or... Yeah, most of it comes from this podcast. Shit being blown out of proportion. <laughs> Uh, that gets thrown out there, you know, causing causing a scare, no, getting people no, I, freaked out over nothing. I guess what I'm saying is when we know that it happens, you know, like even at an international level, well, the what problem, the fuck is ever done about it? No. Well, the problem with sex trafficking is the elite are... They're in it. They're they in have it. to, yeah. I mean... That's why. That's... That's why it's not going to get... Three cameras did not go out by themselves. No. That, that's know? why... It, I mean... No. And that, that's... Yeah. That's the answer to your question. So, eat the rich, boys. No, that's, that's really the answer to your question, is, is the that's people that the, have the power to do something about it are yeah. involved in it. Right. Um, at the highest levels, not, I'm not talking about maybe no, you know, no, low No, that weird about it. But, yeah, there's most definitely people with wildly more money than we have. And while I'm sure that there's a million conspiracy theories, but a lot of times wrapped up in all the bullshit there's some truth you know and for something like the epstein thing for example to be so 
have widely you, talked you, about. Have you ever really like oh, listened yeah. or read or? I watched a, a series on it, the Netflix one. That was a good one. And in the beginning, it's kind of so-so, and then you get to about the third or fourth episode, and then you really fucking start hating this guy. Even and you even, start hating a lot of the people you see on that plane with him. Even if it's fifty percent bullshit. That's still, still a piece super of fucked up, right? Yeah. Even if it's 75% the egg bullshit, man. Well, you know still super it. fucked up. You know about the Eggman? I don't know about the Eggman. They said his penis was shaped like a soft-boiled egg. Serious. Who? Victims. Don't don't make me be an asshole. No, like I don't know what you're... The 14-year-old girl that he was paying $200 no, to no, massage No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. So that's what they're saying about that's what they're like saying about Easter egg, Epstein. Know? Yeah, gotcha. That's he had small dick problems, but he's a fucking billionaire, only paying two hundred bucks. I think he's a piece of shit. I don't care what he's paying. Even Giant even the even the women that were of age, right? Two hundred bucks, right? Still a giant piece of shit. Yeah, but uh, he obviously got what he deserved. But uh, long before he was able well, to, to take anybody tell. else down with him, right. right? Nope, no doubt. Definitely more involved. Oh, hundred percent, absolutely. It would all this. There's, I. It's almost in a, in a screwed up way. It's almost better to just wander through life oblivious. It's like because the more you go down the rabbit hole and the more you just gonna learn, you you're just like, wow, this is you know. This is not the world we're living in, or the reality that we has been created for us is not real. No, I sometimes I I'm upset with myself for the world that my children will have to grow up in. When you know what the worst part about it is, I'm a part of that. Oh, there's not a goddamn thing that we can do about it. I you mean, know, really, not on a like because on a local right level, you could. Sure. Nationally, internationally, no. You you can't get fucking fifty people together for the same damn thing these days. No, you know so. Well, and the the whoever you want to call them, the the rich and powerful, the people that run the world, they've done such a masterful job at dividing everyone. They're really fucking good at what they do, and that you can't get people to agree on. No, and I'm equally we are as good at eating their shit as they are as. Right, feeding it to us. So, yep. Congratulations. That's what I'm saying. It's almost, it's almost, it's uh, almost more winning. pleasant. It's almost more pleasant just to wander through life. I almost wish I was just oblivious, yeah. just because it's it's painful to be aware. And sure, you could say, "Well, fucking, why can't you do anything about it?" Sure. When the the rich, the rich and powerful, yep, are the ones that are controlling everything or that are spearheading this kind of shit. What the fuck? Well, you is know, someone even, like you or me going to do? Even like I said with this podcast, sometimes if there are different things we want to cover, what media do we trust? You right. know what I mean? Who who says that any source we find is truthful and non-biased? It's not. It's no. very very hard to find these days. So no, it's unfortunate. Oh, absolutely, it is. And no, you're 100 percent right. It's it's a shame and. Gosh, I mean, we could go on all day about how screwed up the media is and everything else, but then we'll get going on a whole whole nother rabbit hole 
shit. All right. But we don't want to. Let's let's finish up this Bohemian Grove. <laughs> All right, back to the Bohemian Grove. I, I do think Alex Jones yeah. breaks Jones. in satanic rituals. Yep, yep. Uh, two thousand two. You're gonna love this one. Okay, just let me get to this. You're gonna love it. Thirty-seven-year-old Richard McCaslin arrested after his nighttime infiltration of the Bohemian Grove, where he set several fires. He was heavily armed and wearing a skull mask, with an outfit that said "Phantom Patriot" written across the chest, probably in Sharpie. <laughs> no, uh, no Bohemian club members or guests were present at the time, though. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. When the Phantom Patriot was there, so all is good. Uh, some of their symbols we talked about the owl. Since founding the club, the Bohemian Grove's mascot has been an owl symbolizing wisdom. A 30-foot hollow owl statue made of concrete over steel support stands at the head of the lake in the grove. This statue is designed by sculptor and two-time club president Haig Patagon and was constructed in the 1920s. Since 1929, the owl shrine has served as a backdrop of the yearly cremation of care ceremony. So is this? This fucking owl's creepy. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've there, seen there's pictures. pictures. I'll put some up on uh, Facebook and maybe Twitter. Give everybody an idea of what we're talking about. So Twice are they a, actually sacrificing something, or is this like just a ritualistic thing? I'll, it. So these guys dressed in fucking robes that look like monks right. carry what seems to be a body. Fake. It's an effigy. But it's a very small body. Right. Okay, this is not 6'2", 215-pound Bob. Right. This is a small body. And there's an altar out in front of the owl. They carry it down there. They light the fire. Joan of Arc gets thrown on there, and they burn this thing. It's called the cremation of care. So uh, do, you, do you have any idea what, the, it's, what it's supposed to represent? Yeah, the ceremony is a theatrical production in which some of the club members participate as actors. It was first conducted in 1881, created by an actor himself. It was originally set up within the plot of the serious hijinks. Sounds like it was a play performed the first weekend of the summer encampment uh, where the spirit of care was slain by Jinx, by the Jinx hero who was solemnly cremated. So they're really not coming off much here. So I think that this should be... Oh, shit, here we go. All right. The ceremony takes place in front of the owl shrine. Yep. The moss and lichen-covered statues simulates a natural rock formation, yet holds electrical and audio equipment within it. For many years, a recording of the voice of club member Walter Cronkite was used as the voice of the owl during the ceremony with pyrotechnics accompanying the ritual. What's so, up? Does anybody know what the voice says? Uh, there's a recording of it. That Alex really? Jones one, he has a whole video of it. Right. And Walter Cronkite was like big news guy. Like, I right. somewhat remember him, but he was basically the anchor man of the 70s. You right. know what I mean? Like, So... They record his voice. It projects out of the rocks in front of this owl while they burn a small, child-sized 
body. Effigy. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, even if that is a weird. fucking play, that's strange. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. And maybe it has some sort of uh, simple idea behind it, but uh, they're not telling. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, just a bunch of fucking weirdos, honestly. Queerdos. Oh. ABC is so mad at you right now. Oh, they're going to get canceled. We'll get canceled before we even get started. Uh, they have a play there. Women aren't allowed. We already talked about this. Right. Uh, no woman is ever being in full membership. They have a couple honorary members from 300 years ago. So it's like ago. Augusta. What do you mean? The golf club, Augusta. Men, men only. Oh, boy. <laughs> Michelle Wee's pissed. Be uh, <clears throat> Bohemian Grove South. Uh, So it sounds like it was actually taken as the Bohemian Club then filed a petition in California Superior Court, which ruled in favor of the club, finding the male gender to be a bona fide occupational qualification. How? Okay. Yeah. Imagine, when was this? What year? Uh, that was before 1987. Zero was, chance that passes. The Supreme in Court, Court of now. California shot that shit down. No way. Um, the ruling became quoted as a legal precedent. Da, da, da. They're still exempt, and it really doesn't sound like uh, very unfortunate, but uh, it sounds like they will hire women now. But yeah, that's what he said. Still, still, uh, I don't know. It, the whole thing screwed up. To be a like I said, it, it very well, very well. Maybe it is just a bunch of dudes getting together, hanging out, and making business deals, but. Even with every crazy conspiracy, there's usually at least a shred of truth. Right. I mean, I'd like to. I'd like to know what old Dick was talking about. Well, and that could be, like I said, because of the times, that could be taken a lot, of, a lot of different ways. Right. You know, like they hold plays and stuff there. There's no women allowed. So who plays the women's parts? Men. You know what I mean? Men dressed as women. Right. I mean, Which was, there was a particular time where you held maybe you still hold a opinion of <clears throat> men who tan themselves doesn't mean they're cock touchers i don't know chris does that mean you're a cock toucher <laughs> he knows what i'm talking about uh he knows about that chicken shield too chicken shield yeah he texted me today said what's good chicken shield pop-up chicken we just talked about it the chicken shoe. No, it sounds good, man. Texas there's a there's a place. Cheese, there's a. I've only had it once. There's a place down in Springfield. It's called Darcy's Pint. Yeah. And they've got a little a pub horseshoe. Style deal. It's like a, a buffalo horseshoe. Ooh, yeah. It's got like buffalo chicken. The cheese is out of this world. Yeah. Yeah. How spicy. I, it's I been, love spicy. Spicy. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't remember. I. Th- it's been. This was probably at least 10 years ago. You get that good spice. Your fucking ass is sweating while you're eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're sweating out all your sins. Well. That's where I like to be sometimes. Right. So this has been interesting. It was there's different. A, there's a I lot mean, of stuff. There's so many things like this, though, that we can talk about. Um, This. Aliens. I. 
Um, I said huge bone well, about the ancient aliens. Right. You but know? probably the same not, motherfucking what? ones. What are you talking about? Ancient, modern, we, whatever. Same. You think that they're, they're like You ain't extinct? coming at me with that reptilian shit, are you? No, I don't they're know. Not a, they're no. not extinct. That's what I'm saying. It's probably same fucking but, guys. But I definitely buy in. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I'm I'm not too naive to believe we're the only... No. And I fucking hate to say it this what way. If, intelligent race. No, we ain't too fucking intelligent. Yeah. Um. What What if we're just some fucking ex- some science experiment for some alien race somewhere? Yeah. Why couldn't we be? Well, you know what's crazy is that it seems like I mean I know there's the ancient aliens, but it it seems like right like in the fifties. All of a sudden, all these different, that's like when Roswell happened, right? And all these like different sightings all of a sudden started firing up and like people were seeing weird shit. Look at the technology. Well, that's what what I'm saying is I think that they were watching from a distance and then they're like, we dropped the two fucking nuclear bombs and they're like, all right, these fucking idiots learn how to split the atom. We need to get down there and keep an eye on shit. Right. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? mean, Yeah. like it's like all right, like these clowns, um, you know they've they pissed us off. We've you know. we've well not even that, just that we progressed so far as a civilization mm-hmm. that I think that it was more you know maybe it was a deal where it's like okay, got to keep an eye on these cats. Right. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, I don't disagree because there's not a lot of a lot of the stories that you hear. From people really that have had experience, yeah, yeah, no, that's not like you know, it's, you get, it's more you like they the snatch somebody up, probe story, <laughs> right? You know? Well, it's like they snatch, you know, the stories you hear. It's like they somebody gets snatched up, and it's like they're basically taking them to like check. It's like you think about like uh, Shark Week, right, where they snatch some shark and tag it and check it out or whatever. Like we're probably like aliens to these sharks, right? right. Same type of deal. Like they come down, they snatch we'll get somebody into up. Sometime. There's there's a good, uh, there's a couple good stories. Oh, yeah. There's uh, Travis, uh, I can't remember what that, what his last name is. Was he the log, that movie, The, the Fire logger? in the Sky. Yeah, yes. yeah, that guy. Great movie. You ever, you ever heard the Bob Lazar shit? Oh, I love like Rogan? Love, love him. Yeah. There's people that think that guy's really full of shit, but. I, I don't know. I mean, you're a fucking, you know, he's a crazy intelligent scientist. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Well, they're just after his ass because I think he's got that uh that element or whatever it is. Yeah, one fifteen. Yeah, and I bet you that crazy motherfucker does. You know, and then there's uh I don't know if you ever heard of like Betty Hill. Yeah, abducted in like the fifties or sixties with her husband. Was that like and then the Skinwalker Ranch thing or is that that's the beginning of that shit all kind of starting right? But she draws a map of like a star cluster that nasa really hadn't even found yet yeah but it turned to be out turned out to be legit you know so who knows you know what i mean no i think there's a lot of stuff out there man that's you know the alien thing this is it there uh there's another group that's similar to this bohemian growth thing uh not as, yeah yes, yes yeah that's more international so right. i i feel like bohemian grove is probably more local mm-hmm. local yokels United States, maybe a couple guys here and there, but uh, the Bilderbergs—that's where you get into like the Rothschilds. And, right, uh, that's the real 
New World Corgis Order shit. and you know, oh, yeah. still probably wildly American, right? Based, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, Western people, civilization, but whatever. Legit billionaires, you know. You probably need a billion dollars to be in that club, right? So, all right, guys, I think that's probably gonna wrap it up for this one, but that's not too bad though. For no. Kind of shooting from the hip there a little bit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Why not? Shout out to Wikipedia, son. That's right, man. Not much uh, planning went into this one. so Apologize if we uh, offended any of our um, friends that are part of the gay community with our yeah, remarks. I, love is love. You know what I mean? That's right, I Brian. Don't. It's okay. I don't care who you love. Just have fun. Awesome. Well. Let's get a toast, wrap this thing up, yeah, let's and do it. Uh, start thinking about what we're going to talk about next time. All right, everybody. Here's to those who wish us well. All the rest can go to hell. Good night, everyone. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. 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 Everybody's the club I won't deny it, I'm a straight rider. You don't wanna fuck with me. I got the police busting at me. But they can't do nothing to a G. Wow, 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 wow,